What does it take to get beyond the damage of words? I'm Katrina Collier. Join me each week as I explore what it takes to step into a happier future. My guests are sharing their stories of when they realized that they needed help and what it took to take that first step so that you leave inspired and maybe even start on your own path to self-love, care, compassion, and of course, happiness. So without further ado, let's hear their stories. Steve Usher, welcome to Beyond the Damage of Words podcast, which I managed to say this time, which is awesome. Well done, Um, well done. So exciting to talk to you. I, of course, have known you for years, and I must thank you and Chris Wall for getting me onto design thinking, which is the business side of everything we talk about. However, of course, we've always strayed off onto the weird and wonderful, and you've seen my gifts firsthand, which is actually, you're one of the few coming out. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to talk to you about your journey and your healing. So Mm. without further ado. What led you to start working on yourself? What prompted Um, it? Did you have a big aha moment or it was just a... Yeah, I mean, you know what? I've thought about this a lot over over the years and and the journey that I've been on. Uh, And it was... It's just such a triangulation of things that came together Mm. for me. So I was like Mm. 38, 39... Um, that year or my, you know, my dad had, had had a very long, uh, journey with cancer and mm. that kind of my 39th year was the year where he kind of just, you know, just, he passed at the end of that year. Mm-hmm. And I think during that journey with him, yeah. it calls out a lot of stuff. I mean, when you know that a parent is going to die and you're, mm-hmm. it's going on a slow regressive kind of journey. It yeah. start, it, of course, it's going to off-tilt you and make you question certain things. Yeah. And so this kind of immortality thing kicks in. And then in addition to that, from a triangle kind of piece, mm-hmm. I also had – I was coming up to 40. Yeah. And I'd had a business it for 16. It is a milestone. It bloody is. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't expecting it, and I wasn't yeah. expecting the amount of disruption it was going to create. Um yeah. And I do recommend that anybody uh, in this phase of life uh, is to definitely um, just surround yourself with good people for that period because it can it can have a, a, a yeah. really big impact. But it was happening. I mean, I was 39. Yeah. It's a reality of where we are. And then also as well, I was like 16 years into a business and mm-hmm. I was just, you know, I, I've always said it. I was blessed every day waking up. I, I love mm. what I did. Like I loved it. Passionate, yeah. driven, you know. And then just one day I woke up, I was like, don't, I don't, I'm not enjoying this and I don't want to be here. And I lost that passion for what I was doing. And uh, that all happened in about a 12 month stretch. So that combination of these things happening completely with like, it removed my foundation in, in Mm -hmm. so many levels uh, that have been so solid for so long. Um, so that was, I would say in, in a long and short answer to your question, that was what triggered it. Um, so quite profound. I see. I think it's really good that it was at that age though. I think there's this funny thing I hear all the time was, oh, I'm so old. Oh, I've left it too late. I wish I fell into it at 40. I genuinely fell into healing at 40, Mm -hmm. you know, now 12 years later, I'm so like, I I don't look back and go, gosh, I wish it was the time. And I think that's one of the. It was the time. That's when it was, and you know, I, I like to put a, a, a spin on on a, a spin, but I, whether it's a, trying to make myself feel good or whether it's just a thing, but I, no, but it was a thing with my dad. I was actually, yeah. you know, the, the the one thing I'd say about my dad is he made the big calls in life and at yeah. the right time, 
Mm-hmm. And I, I've subsequently done that. And I think it was kind of his, I like to think it was his parting gift to me to mm-hmm. be like, hey, son, like, make some changes. Like, I've, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be quite monumental, to say the least. Yeah. So and brace yourself. It was yeah. and still is. And, <laughs> it still uh, is. Quite incredible. Yeah. And last eight years. Yeah, all for the good. Insane. It probably didn't seem it at the time. So when you got to that point that you're like, okay, I need help. Like, this isn't going to plan. Mm. What did you do? Like, did, did you have that reality of like, oh, my gosh, I need help? Or, or no, did you not, kind of not slide a, your way into it slowly? Not at first. Um, <laughs> no. Was it a bit so, of denial? Yeah. And, and, you know, this thing, grief, you know, my dad passed in, in the December and um, just after I turned 40 in the October. And that following year... I just tried to struggle on. I mean, you just tried to mm. get on with it, right? And then, you know, it was, yeah, this grief thing and the way and the work that I did post or post the work that I did and the way I can kind of articulate it to you is like, mm. it was inside of me and around me and it was a depth right in my, like my chest and really deep. Mm-hmm. It was this sadness mm-hmm. and grief that I, I just couldn't, I mean, I'd never had anything couldn't like shift. it before. And, you know, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, we know each other very well, but yeah. You know, Nina and I have a, a, an amazing relationship, a wife, mm. and that was, I can say that's the only moment in our, in our time together where we've actually had some challenges because she just said to me, darling, you, you, you need some help. And, yeah. uh, that you was built, in the You were building a year. wall probably between you, the two of you. Yeah. I, well, just my behavior, the way I was withdrawn, I was d- down, I was, you know, all the things that kind of come mm. with it. And. Yeah, and, and interestingly, actually, I talked about that with Jeff Way. That's what men do, isn't it? They just pull oh their God, head in, man cave. Turtle. Yeah, yeah, man cave. Man yeah, cave. yeah, man cave. Yeah. Always, yeah. and and I recognise my man cave now more than ever. Um, yeah. and, but the thing is, it's a necess- it's a necessary place to go to. And as mm. of course, what if you've got Great that time. level of understanding and from as from Nina with my mm. partner, she knows when I go into man cave that there's it's a process sometimes, and mm-hmm. um, that's also important. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know, obviously, as you know, I moved to Sweden and um, mm-hmm. and I was back in London uh, and I was struggling at that time. And I was standing back in Crouch End in North London where we lived and I was standing mm-hmm. in my favorite coffee shop. I ordered a flat white as usual and I was standing <laughs> there waiting for my coffee. And yep. uh, the girl behind the counter who, I've, who I knew from before, we were just chatting. Mm-hmm. I was just standing there and I was like, God, I need... I think I need to find some help as a coach. I think I need a coach. I need yeah. to find someone who's going to help me. And then all of a sudden I looked across the coffee shop and out of the toilet came Kirsty. And mm-hmm. Kirsty and I had connected, but we never quite connected. We were meant to talk, but it never happened. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to Sweden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And serendipity and this moment happened. And, and she said, oh, hey, Steve, how are you? I'm good. How's Sweden? Mm-hmm. Great, blah, blah, blah. And I said to her, what are you up to these days? And she said, oh, I'm a, I'm a coach and I help people with yeah. you know, various things. And I was like, you are kidding me. Synchronicity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I talk about that. In the amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. When the universe is prodigy and it's like putting all the signs in front of you and it's like, wake yeah. up, it's in front of yeah. you. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Crazy. And then we had it and then we booked an hour session. I went to her house. We sat down yeah. and it was really funny because she had tissues. I remember that she had tissues on the, uh, on the table. I didn't spot them at first. Yeah. And, uh, we had an hour and I, I, I just completely broke down. I mean, it was in pieces and, um, yeah. the relief, even in that moment, to get that energy, just out. how much I'd, I'd held onto it. 
yeah. Um, yeah, madness. I remember phoning Nina afterwards, taking a walk and just like sobbing and being like, uh, like apologizing. Like, I'm so sorry. I, I, like this is this journey. It was just a release. It was mad. Um, it is a release. Mm. Uh, do you think some of that bottling is that stiff upper lip? You know, very British thing, isn't it? Hold it inside. Don't cry. Was there some of that going on as well? So that, you know, you felt that enormous, like, oh, I'm not carrying this now. You know, women are more inclined to, like, talk it out, cry it out. Do you think some of it's that that makes men go in their caves? 100%. I mean, I think mm. it, it, the thing is I, I've also been on a like a self-discovery journey these last eight years. And and, yeah. and I, I'd say part of that. So the, the short answer to that question is yes, definitely. I would say, like, my, my pre-40s, uh, man cave, mm. Don't talk about it. Just get on with it. It's okay. It's all pretend pass. all as well. Um, Put a mask but, up. But, but, but I think one of the things about moving abroad and when I moved to Sweden here in Stockholm mm. and what I didn't fully appreciate when you move abroad is you remove everything. So every yeah. single automated thing, like where do you get a pizza? Where do you get, where, where's the best uh, pharmacy to go to? The doctor? The, I mean, everything we take for granted now, which is in an automation <laughs> phase is new, yeah. Like you have to figure it out. But how do I get a bus yeah. from A to B? The amount of times oh I went God. in the wrong direction on the bus uh, initially. <laughs> You're reminding me of the um, cheese aisle in Sainsbury's. I just remember <laughs> standing there going, it's not like this in Australia. Oh, like I was overwhelmed. I just wanted some cheddar. And I just, oh, yeah, I, I remember that. that feeling of being so lost over cheese and the cheese aisle. That's so funny. You said that. That's the memory I had. Oh, yeah. and it's, you, and said it's, you, you got on buses the wrong way, did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Worse. I kept doing that all the time. It was driving me crazy. Um, but, but what it, but what it did for me, and I think this is the learning for people yeah. And, and the thing is, I did a dramatic change to do this. So I appreciate everyone's in hamster wheels and doing their thing mm -hmm. every day. And yeah, but I think what I enabled myself to do moving to a new country was was yeah. I had so much time to myself, like so much time. And at mm. first, it was so uncomfortable. I was like, oh my God, I'm a, yeah. I'm re feel really lonely. I feel a bit. And then all of a sudden, through this work, I was like, hang on a minute, I've got time to work on myself and go inward. So why don't I use this now while I can before I get settled yeah. and build friendships in Sweden and these things and get into yeah. that process again. And uh, that's what I did. Uh, I just went on this crazy journey with Kirsty for like six months. It was the uh, most incredible what? transformational thing for me. What was it like sitting in the feeling? Because Jeff Way talked about this as well. Like it's uncomfortable for men to sit in their emotions. What was that like in that silence? How did how did you find the strength to get through that? I mean, it's yeah, that sounds much more painful than it is. Yeah. You know what? I think I. It it is hard, but I, I'm, I I do consider myself a little bit connected to myself anyway, and I just, yeah. for me, I was in a place where I was quite broken, so actually, yeah. I just opened up anyway, and then just realised just how much work. I needed to do and went on that journey and yeah and the thing is everything we did uh, particularly with the grief thing of moving it from mm. inside of me into a ball that I could touch and feel and have maybe control oh, of that. but just to kind of bring it out and, and and love it and 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 appreciate it and take the learning from it and and it's still here today like I can mm. it's here right here right now like that's the grief yeah. of my dad and it's it's not in me as much anymore yeah of course, it's a moment in time and tremendous learning and, so and process to get it there 
Mm. It's almost like when we talk about the inner child, don't we? We talk about your inner child every so often on our normal calls, which are meant to be about work, but never are. It's almost <laughs> like the grief is like that. You can, mm. oh, okay, so I'm feeling sad today, so what does the grief need? It sounds like yeah. you're almost like, what do I, and therefore you're giving that to yourself, that comfort and that nurturing and. Yeah, the man and the boy. I mean, the man and the boy. I mean, it happened. My my boy, you know, appears regularly, and uh, (laughs) I know we we've gone. I just give it a cuddle. It's okay. It's all going to be okay. Um, But yeah, no, I. I, It's all part of it. Um, It's all part of it. So, what was the most eye-opening moment you had? Was it through that? I know. Obviously, I've seen you doing. You've done crazy like breathing techniques and ice baths and all sorts. But what's been your most amazing thing that you've done? And you've gone. Wow. <laughs> like, what? Okay. So the thing is, I'm really. more I, than once, one. You're allowed to share as many as yeah, you Yeah. So once, I mean, the thing, <laughs> the amazing thing about this is when you start, you want to keep going. Yeah. Curi- I mean, for me, it's yeah. like just growth and keep going, keep going, keep learning, keep, keep mm-hmm. adapting, keep developing. And, and I'd say one of the most profound moments for me was, mm-hmm. well, one of them, I'll share a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirsty. <laughs> She got me to uh, basically. I took a uh, we we have a we have a boat and we took a boat. I took a boat out to um, an island in mm-hmm. uh, near where down in the summer house, and it was yeah. like literally just went out to this island. I spent time there on my own, and I did a ceremony for my dad. And it was like I built a fire. I wrote loads of stuff down, like uh. stuff I want to tell, stuff I want to just let go of and forgive and do all these things. And then I just yeah. sat there and burnt them and did that whole process and then mm. stripped naked and then jumped in the lake and just lay there with the sky just like you know lying there just you know amazing as a Letting it all human go. in a in a lake yeah. and that was part of that building um the other one as well and let's not forget this is that there are childhood elements that really do come into play and lo- lots of mm. things that get called out particularly yeah if you don't have that opportunity to talk about those things before a passing of a parent it mm. can, and not in all instances, mm. but in my instance, it got it got called yeah. out, and I just remember doing this meditative kind of therapy session with Kirsty, mm. and um, my God, I went back to my childhood home and did some crazy, crazy mm. reconnecting into that feeling of that child being seven or eight. And yeah. where are my parents placed in the house? Where's my sister placed? What do I associate my sister to who was upstairs mm. and laughter and joking? I always associate mm. my sister. We always, have, we always do joke together. Yeah. It's the kind of scouse thing that we have. Um, yeah. And then just realizing then using that kind of a, a approach to kind of go, what's with that relationship at that point when you need that relationship? Um, mm. What was it giving you? And I, I'd never connect. I'd never even thought about going back to our house in Liverpool as a seven-year-old mm. through the eyes of me as a seven-year-old and making those connections again. Yeah. Um, I, I was in pieces after that. But I, I also helped me realise what was missing in yeah. my relationship, and that yeah. was that was that was really profound for me because it helped me heal that. Exactly. Go, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the. And I assume Kirsty did the same as Michelle did with me. There was a safety in mm. that session when you went back. You're not, because it's like, yes, I mean, I cried. Like you cried and mm. you released and you're like, you're a bit shocked and like, gosh, you know, realizing my father's role and not protecting me, like how I was abandoned. And that was, that was quite profound as well. Not just, I knew what mum had done. Um, but there was that safety. Did you feel the same that I did? There was sort of like, you'd always leave lighter, like 
I, I often felt like I was walking like three feet above the air. So I might have had this whole hour and a half of like sobbing uncontrollably as I released all of the feeling. Yeah. Did you feel that? Always. And, and these yeah, sessions, amazing, anything from this kind of session, as you mentioned that, like mm. stuff like breath work, like breath, yeah. I, I encourage anyone, mm. and I will say this to any man listening today, yeah. go and do breath work. Yeah. It's Every, there isn't a session I have, every session I walk out going, oh my God, I've been from crying to clarity to feeling light. There is no two sessions the same. And it's yeah. it's amazing. And it's a really good like maintenance one. So it's a good one of just yeah. keeping in the flow consistency of just having that ability to release because we hold yeah. on to so much. Like we hold on to it. Yeah. And breathwork allows it's you just, just to em- empty some, some, not all, but some of that out. Um, yeah. so I would encourage anyone like Wim Hof on YouTube, if you mm. want to give it a go, just try the taster yeah. or just seek out like a, a breathwork place and just go, go and do it Buy buy six mm. sessions, get, just give it your best shot, relax, yeah. go with it, see what happens. And I guarantee you, you'll get something from it for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. That yeah. Feel, I, I just love that feeling of light. Cause there's always that weird fear that I hear from some people, like they're holding on to their trauma. Or they're mm. holding on to whatever it is. I mean, it mightn't be as dramatic as trauma, but they're holding on really tightly, yeah. thinking, I can't let this go. What will take its place? And like, you know, love, light, feeling happy. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. Something completely different as well. And, and I would say, and this will also get to my point as well, is, um, you know, I've, 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 um, I've followed, you know, um, Various coaches have done some co-active coaching with Chris here in Stockholm, mm. different type of coaching, very interesting, yeah. really helped me. I think there was another so one with Donna, uh, co-active coaching. Ooh, um, and it's it's a very it's a very light form of coaching. So it's very on you and it's a very it's more like a buddying side thing rather than an intervention or healing. Okay. And it's a really nice one. I liked it. It was it was yeah. soft, I can describe it as it was a really nice yeah. way. Um, and then I think I, I can't I can't not mention Donna and Cheryl as well, uh, mm-hmm. who are in the UK. Um, and they, I, I uh, for my work, and, that, and I, 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 there are going to be people who I hope, well, I'm sure we'll connect with this. When you work somewhere or you do a yeah. career change, and I've done the same thing or worked with my company for 16 years or I yeah. owned the company for 16 years, that was my identity. Everyone mm-hmm. saw my identity. Steve Usher co-founder or founder of cca blah, 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 blah. there was a whole thing mm. and of course i associated to that and then when i obviously i exited i was honestly like what the hell am i gonna do like yeah what like who am i like and, I, and, yeah. and they helped me they helped me uh, and some crazy stuff do in my kitchen just you know envisaging stuff and stepping over barriers and, and if someone was looking inside my kitchen when I was doing this coaching they must have thought oh, what is amazing. this guy doing like really it was really like acting stuff out it's hilarious but so it, was that helping you get behind from the behind the mask yeah kind of to see oh t- yeah. tell us a bit more like describe what you were doing so so what without we did, going too personal obviously no of know. course it's okay no no <laughs> for me that, it was, this sounds amazing because I so think there are so many masks <laughs> There's loads of masks and, and, and there's this thing about uh, this appreciation of like what I'd achieved up to that point. Yeah. And I just forgot about it all. Like I just <gasps> wow. forgot it. And then I was like, I don't, I'm not good at this. I've got self sabotage kicking in, lacking confidence. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. And then they helped me walk through that journey of CCA. And as I was walking along my kitchen at the time, like, 
I was picking up these, what in my head was boxes of knowledge. What have you done? What have you created? Like, oh, what amazing. did you, and appreciate all of that stuff. And then what was yeah. the blocker? And I just walked through it and, and that enabled me to go like, oh, hang on a minute. What are you doing? Oh, like you got yes. yourself into this hole. And I had this hole at the beginning. I described this hole where I was in. Yeah. And then by the end of the, the, the coaching with them over yeah. many months, it was actually paved flat with flowers on it. It was all done. Like I'm through it. I felt great. Now I can move forward. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and yeah, actually, yeah. it only took months. Yeah. So it's actually, that's amazing. Yeah. So I would say, you know, the, wow. if you, you hear a theme here, from that moment when I worked with Kirsty, and I'd never yeah. worked, I'd had a, like a non-exec directors before, but mm. not like a coach. And yeah. if you look at any performance, tennis player, coaching, coaching is a big component, mindset, how we set yeah. ourselves up, how we think. Gabby Bernstein, I followed a lot, did a lot of her yeah. work in the US. And mm -hmm. she, you know, just the one learning I took from her was, every day, imagine how we're seeing the world now is a movie. Yeah what tape yeah. we're putting in our head mm -hmm. and the words we're using and the narrative and the, the tone of that film that we're projecting out is what yeah. we're getting back. And you yeah. can choose right now what tape you want to put in your head right now to project out. How do you want to see the world? Exactly. And I, 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 that was a big one for me as well. So I've always yeah. sought like continually now just seeking different coaches, different learning inputs, um, mm. because the big lesson is everyone you can't do it on your own. You can't. can't. They give own. you that. Can't do it on your own. They give you that time that is just for you. Mm. You know, no matter who I've been working with, and there's all different people. And right up until now, I'm working with Isabel on my spiritual side. It's my time, like it's my hour and a half that we're there to focus on me. And it's like you've had your coaches to focus on you. And so often, you know, you are playing the, the role of husband and father and business owner. And it's like it, putting it all out rather than actually going, no, hang on, I need to stock the tank back up. And yes. it's funny how um, people think it's selfish to like indulge in something that's going to help them. But I assume that the impact on your wife, your kids, and your business has been massive as well. It's been massive. I mean, it, just the move to Sweden for us has been was a big one. And my dad, yeah. my dad moved, uh, made did this like he was like Liverpool in the eighties, Thatcher years, yeah. not great. Wow. Uh, and eighty four, he was like he said to my mum, "We need to. There's nothing here for us." And they moved to London. And that yeah. he, I was the same age as him. How did it explain your accent? There you go. And then my sister, and then my, 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 my uh, I was nine when I moved to London. And then my, yeah. uh, my daughter, Matilda, she was nine when she moved here. So it's like oh, really weird kind of interesting nines. timings. But the thing is, I've, the, the, the relationship I have with my kids, the and, and my, mm -hmm. my wife is a big, you know, she's a yoga instructor as well. And she does a lot of spiritual work yeah. and a lot of, uh, she's doing the uh, Deepak Chopra coaching at the moment, and we oh, we both God. like we support each other. We we dotted, we journal every day. That's another big recommendation, everyone. Um, I, I remember the first year I did that um, for four or five years ago. Mm. I was on holiday, and then I actually uh, you always get a bit four or five years ago. But we lost about three years with COVID, but anyway, 
Um, <laughs> it's always hard to remember the dates. But anyway, I did a year and then I went I on know. holiday. What happened it's to nuts. the 2020s? It's like... It's nuts. But then, but then I, I actually sat and but read my journal. This year feels really long. Last year felt really quick. This year feels really, really long. Quick. Like we're only in August. And I was like... Yeah, I know. sorry, odd. no, but journaling anyway. is is very very good. Yeah. If you so it read might have it been back, eight or nine years you've been doing that. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is obvious. It would have been seven, eight. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, no. It's, do a, it's you a great, free write, it's a great thing. or do you? It sounds like when you were releasing the stuff from your dad, you were doing what I call free writing, and that's how I've been connecting to my dad, who's in spirit. Mm. I free free write to connect to him. Mm. Is it was it that sort of just, or do you do it like hit three good things that happened today? Like how do you th- tend so, to like what makes it, it easy for you yeah I, you know I, I it can be hard and, and I've been through moments where I've been like oh no I must do this structure and it, you know we go in this kind of yeah. way of like and sometimes you go, Fuck, just release it right? just go wake up in the morning and go what do I want to share today and just write it down yeah. one thing I would recommend is just put minimum five like what are you the gratitude grounding in gratitude um yeah. is enormous and if you do it long enough consistency over time it starts to really, you know, embed in your psyche yeah. and how you see the world and yeah. be present for all of these it's things. slightly challenging if you have a dog who likes to wake you. <laughs> but, you know, other than that. But actually, I find as well, it's like such a quick mood shifter, isn't it? So if you yeah. sort of, you know, you wake up and you are feeling a bit down, it's like appreciate you have a bed, appreciate you have a like something warm over you, appreciate, you know, if, particularly here in the current summer, in commas. Um, but, you know, and it's like appreciating food in your fridge and that the bills are paid and like just appreciating every single little thing can really shift mm. the mood as well. Which I, I have shifted good. my mood so mm. many times by just writing and then talking yeah. to myself through my writing and I walk away again, well, I feel way better because of that yeah. um, and in a, in a completely much better frame of mind. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's so you're much. Not, you're not rolling it. over, picking up your phone, and doom scrolling. Like you're exactly. not going straight into comparison. You're literally in the moment, which is also it's very easy to do that when there are alarm clocks as well. It's yeah, like pick it up and doom well, scroll. that's something I learned from. Yeah. There's a book called Make More Time by Jake Knapp, who actually created the design mm-hmm. sprint format. Yes, and I read that, and I was like, oh my god. And I deleted also, I haven't been on social since, but I've deleted, I got out of social. Uh, I've removed all of these things that are vying for our attention. And the question you have to ask yourself, if you are somebody who is scrolling on TikTok for an hour, imagine what you could do with 20 minutes of that time by just sitting and journaling. And we, yeah, when we, you know, I go back to this, stuck in the I go Instagram back to this, in, I go back to this infinite <laughs> thing, right? We only have an amount of time. How much time yeah. do you want to give to a TikTok and be a, like a commodity? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. I've got to be honest. I'd rather, yeah, do the other work. That's my preference anyway. Everyone has. And I, I do thing. find, and I do, and I, I've read Johan Harry's book, Stolen Focus, which I cannot recommend enough that everybody read. The I'm last chapter blows your mind it's like oh my gosh the direction that we are heading as a society is terrifying like we must mm-hmm. stop so um he doesn't solve the destruction problem but he does talk about that and even though i've read that sometimes i do find i'm like what am i doing like it, mm-hmm. it is designed to be addictive but it's not the only reason we're destructive there's a lot more to it than just the the tools and actually it's not our fault that's the other thing there's a lot of blame put on us as the user like you've done turn off the notifications, take it off your phone, all those mm. sorts of things. 
Um, I find it hard because it's also where I talk about my business and talk about my books. So it's like this balancing act you're playing of don't yes. look at it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's It's, it's just time. I mean, it's time well spent. Yeah. Where do you want to spend your time? And, and if mm. you're committed to growing or improving your life or, yeah. you know, dealing with grief or dealing with a challenge or mm. if you're coming from a negative and you're trying to solve mm. something in order to heal or move forward with something, yeah. you know, then then you've got to put in the work and um mm. you know consistency is king with anything and uh, you know whether it's mm. you creating content or you're working on yourself or you're journaling yeah. if you do journaling every day for a year i promise you when you read that back you will yeah. see so much insight yeah and all the ticks that you have and the air how you're thinking and all of the mm. things that you go oh my god and it enables Dispot you to patterns oh loads well. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. It's really good. But would just you, you need to do the work. Ten minutes yeah, a day. I agree. But would you also still recommend having that person, like having that coach as well? Because I'm thinking 100%. of a situation recently where I told, like I put a mirror up to you, didn't I, with the situation mm. you were going through, which we shan't go into. Um, yeah. But it was like, do you still think, yeah, that helps, doesn't it, if you're still? Of course it does. Yeah, I think I'll always be working with someone. I can't imagine not. Because it's yeah, just, I, it, it, I'd like know, to be it, like on my deathbed going, yes, and I'm still working on myself. <laughs> I'm I mean, still look, we, discovering we, things. <laughs> we're, you know, we're still, we're hearing this narrative that the world's becoming more polarized and, you know, all of these mm-hmm. things and we're becoming more separated than ever. And yeah. uh, if you choose what you want to believe in, in, those, yeah, yeah. in those stories, but we're, we're hardwired to connect. To connect. And <laughs> the more tech that is coming, the mm-hmm. more we have to ground in human fact and so that's the reality and we've all got a job to do on that individually and then together Mm. and um yeah 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 yeah. it's a it's a journey it's a journey and uh, one thing i have learned as well everyone everyone is having some form of something going on and so we do also need to uh it has definitely particularly with the design thinking Mm. training i'm combining this work on myself you realize holy shit yeah, uh, yeah. This drives my behaviour, and sometimes how I act towards others or how I am. Then, if I if I see that in another situation, then I also have yeah. to stop myself from judgment and go, "There must be ha- something must be happening on yeah. their side, or something." I don't know. It just changes that lens to give you a filter to not just jump into judgment, which is so yeah. easy to do. To go in yeah. with empathy, yeah, and support. Yeah. I think that's when you also know that you've really got to that point where you're like well along your healing journey stroke healed is Mm -hmm. when you can look at the person that perhaps has caused you some trauma or is hitting a trigger or whatever they're doing with complete compassion. Yeah. And I sort of realized like I can look at both my parents with utter compassion for my childhood trauma. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that really helps, but you're so right in situations. You made me think of, you know, those dreadful upstairs neighbors I had at the last place, <laughs> how I could see the trauma in the family and could understand their behavior. It didn't mean I enjoyed their behavior, but it was right. that you're absolutely right. And it's, I think as the world, it it is getting polarized. I think it's getting, I mean, we've talked about third dimensional energy and the fifth dimensional energy. And I do see that split between those who are aware that we are all connected and that we can create an amazing good to those who are really clinging on to the fear and the drama. Mm. And I think it's even more important that those of us who are choosing to ascend and choosing to heal need to show such compassion for those who perhaps are just too scared to do so. Yeah. Is, yeah. We're yeah. going to need more of that. We do. Interesting we do. times ahead. We are indeed. 
people, yeah. if, if people would like to connect with you to find out more maybe about the breath work you've done or connect to your coaches, what's mm. the best place for you? Not social. Easy. <laughs> uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> Link, no, well, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is meant to be social, is it not? No, well, yeah, not. but it's a uh, business. Uh, no, My it's uh, LinkedIn. On the social network. Yeah. LinkedIn. Your LinkedIn. And obviously mention the podcast so you know yes. where you heard it from yeah. you do have a you have a business website as well you're doing amazing things in i do yeah so yeah co-founder of wonder uh and our uh, our hashtag is more human experiences so it's bringing more human to the workplace and of course post-covid it's never been a better time to uh to design for humans so uh, you know, if, uh, I guess you can all sense a bit of a, um, I guess a theme now in my life for the last seven, eight years. It's, it, it's, yeah, it's design, it's human, it's uh, empathy, all of these things. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I, I, it, I'm privileged. I, I, I'm, I'm super privileged. I'm on a new journey, a new identity, um, yeah. new space, new life. And, uh, and actually, yeah, your new grateful. identity isn't a mask. No, it's you. Yeah, there's no. It's not a front. Yeah. No. And you're pretending to, yeah. I did the work cool. to do that. I know. I'm glad we get there. to chat every fortnight. I know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a good friend, Katrina. It's all good. You too. Always. Thank you so much, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Damage of Words. How brave, how vulnerable. All to inspire listeners like you to take a step or inspire others to take a step. Imagine what healing we could create if we normalize this conversation. So please pass this on and of course subscribe so we can do just that. Until next time, thank you.